It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, Wizards fans? It's your boy, D and Ed. Today, we got Rui Hachimura making his return back to the Wizards. We have the Wizards also practicing at Morgan State today. They had a scrimmage. They had a dunk contest. We have some Davies Bertans news about an injury with his calf. He had a little tweak in his calf, but he should be good to go against the Raptors. We have our Raptors-Wizards preseason re- I mean preview, and we also have three things that me and Ed would like to see in the game. But I want you guys to make sure to follow Locked On Wizards on Twitter. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube as well. And I also want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So, Ed, first things first, we both been waiting. I know we want to talk about Desiree Hachimura news. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, man. We're, we're happy to see the guys back in D.C., um, he does have to go through COVID protocols, 
but we are excited, man. I'm, I'm excited to see the third year leap from Rui. Um, he had a busy summer too. You know, he was um, basically the face of the team of the Japan Olympics team. You know, he was the best player by far. I thought he had a great Olympics. I thought he showed out, played well, being the number one option. I think that help is going to help with his development as well. You know, helping him, helping him be more aggressive. And um, just knowing that a team is really relying on him to score buckets and rebound and do everything. So, um, you know, I, I watched the Olympic ceremony. He was the guy holding the torch. And um, it just shows that, you know, we really want to focus on mental health for everybody. Um, a lot of basketball players have been bringing that up to light. Um, and it's, it's an important thing. It's an, it's an important subject. And um, we hope Rui's okay. And we're ready for him to play. I'm hoping that he will be available for the game against the Raptors. I mean, the, the first game is only nine days away. I can't wait. I'm super, super excited. We got preseason basketball tomorrow night. But um, I'm excited for Rui, man. Um, seeing him, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Bradley Bill play. I can't wait. I really can't wait. Yeah. I mean, we both have been just waiting for Rui Hachimura to make his return. Of course, always, and this goes out to everybody, mental health is always important. It's always first. Make sure you're right mentally. Make sure you where you need to be in your head. And if you're not, do what Rui Hachimura did. You know, take a step back. You know, get yourself together. You know, go to a therapist if you need to. That mental health is so, so important. We NBA players like Kevin Love has spoken about it before in the past. It is so key. And I'm glad Rui Hachimura feels comfortable enough mentally to make his return to the Washington Wizard. And as a fan, I'm super excited. Now, I know it'll be tough. It'll be tough for him to make his debut, um, especially in that first regular season game, because, like you said, he has to go through the COVID protocol stuff. He hasn't been at training camp. It's a new coach. It's a new system. He's only going to have one preseason game to work with with the New York Knicks. You got to worry about conditioning as well. So I think it'll be a close call if he plays um, in the first regular season game against the Raptors. But other than that, I'm so excited to get him back. Yeah, definitely. And it's been tough, Rui. I mean, last year he had conjunctivitis, then wasn't able to play the year before. He missed some games with the groin injury. Um, so I'm excited to see him play. I mean, every time I think about the dunk that he had on Anthony Davis, I talk about it all the time. That's what I want to see from Rui, the poster on Tobias Harris. And he ended the year strong, too, the playoffs. I thought he played really well in game game was a game the game four that that's the only game that we won against the Sixers. We had 20 points and 13 boards. Um, that's what we want to see. I thought his shot was more fluid too. He was more confident in his jumper. So um, and, and just playing with West. So like you said too, he's a little behind the eight ball with um, learning the plays from West, learning the defensive schemes, getting the chemistry with the three Lakers. Trez, he missed out on the players only meeting that Montrez Harold uh, held. So, um, mm -hmm. but I think they'll welcome him. You know, with open arms and. I think he's going to be ready to play. They're going to do some, um, you know, team chemistry things. And and he, he is the missing piece. It looked like the Knicks, something was missing. And it looks like Rui is definitely that missing piece. Yeah, um, I'm just, I'm ready to see him get out there and play. So next we want to talk about the Wizards having their practice at Morgan State basketball. I know Baltimore, the Wizards haven't really played any preseason games out there or been able to have any real Baltimore eyes on them, like as far as going out to Baltimore. I know they had the dunk contest. I know you, they had the scrimmage as well. It wasn't anything huge or anything truly extremely newsworthy, but how do you feel about the Wizards going out there to Baltimore, that Baltimore area, 
and being able to show some of the teams, the Morgan State basketball team and some of the students there in the Bmore area, letting to go there and let them have access to the Washington Wizards. Yeah, it was cool. I live in the Baltimore area, so actually I, I was thinking about going, but, you know, I, I just didn't have the time. But, you know, just knowing that the Wizards, you know, we're in Baltimore, the Baltimore Bullets. So that's cool. Isaiah Todd, he's from Baltimore. Um, so, they, you know, his family was there. It was basically kind of like a homecoming for him in a showcase. They gave out free T-shirts. It was like an old bay type form. So they were like yellow T-shirts, like mustard. Uh, but you, I mean, you know about the old bay, how it looks. But um, I think it was cool, you know, trying to get some of the fan base from Baltimore in there and um, get get them involved. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. The dunk contest, Daniel Gafford. I think I think he I think he's a legitimate candidate of being in the dunk contest. I seriously think he is. I heard Isaiah Todd won the dunk contest. It might have been biased because of the home crowd, the Baltimore crowd. Um, but, yeah, I think it's cool reaching out to the Baltimore community, getting those fans involved. I, I do. Like I said, I live in the area and nobody really cares about Wizards basketball in Baltimore. Um, so, I mean, it's good for them to reach out. Isaiah Todd, you know, he's, he's a developing, um, uh, what is he? A, he's more of a swing man a little bit. He's like a stretch four. Mm -hmm. So it's good. It's a good homecoming for him to see the guys get a little loose and play around. I thought Denny, saw some clips of Denny playing point guard. So that was interesting too. Wes Unsell Jr., he's from Baltimore too. So it makes sense. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's really good for the Wizards to get out there and not be more area. Like you said, not too many care about the Wizards out there. They're more of a Ravens, I'm assuming, right. Ravens yeah. type of city. So the more eyes the Wizards can gather from just the DMV area in general, the better, I feel, in my opinion. And also, going into injury news, Davies Bertans, um, Chase Yu said that he tweaked his calf. Now on the injury report, the final injury report, he was not listed on there, so he should be good to go. Um, I kind of want, I mean, Davies Bertans to have a really good game against the Raptors. Uh, how do you feel about that? You, oh, you think Davies going to have a good game? I want him to have a good game. <laughs> I'm, I'm trusting, and it's tough, and he's due for a good game. It's only been two. It's only been two preseason games so far. He was what one for six in the first game, and then the last game he might have been like one for four, one for five, the same thing. So he's due for a good game. He is a streaky shooter, um, but you know if you do want to use him in fantasy, you know before we do get to talking more about Davies, this episode is brought to you by Sleeper. In 2018, the fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized the fan that fantasy basketball was broken. Games were being won and lost based on whose players had more scheduled games that week. It made no sense and required very little strategy. So in 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick, and it's only available on Sleeper. And Game Pick owners pick a single game per week for each started account towards their team's total score, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. Player matchups, home versus away, opponents, defensive ranking, pace of play, and more. All that adds up to more strategy and less busy work. Whether you prefer redraft, keeper, or dynasty, Game Picks has you covered. Sleeper cracked the fantasy basketball code if you play fantasy basketball football. If you prefer building out a weekly strategy versus daily busy work, you're going to love Game Picks. Download the Sleeper app and start a league with your friends today. You will not be disappointed. Sleeper's one of a kind. Game Pick is the most strategic fantasy basketball experience in the industry. Just want to thank. 
Thank you for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Um, so, yeah, getting back to Davies, I mean, I think I think he'll have a better game this week. Now, the Raptors do have some solid defenders. Uh, OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam's, Siakam's not gonna be, going to be playing. Um, but looking at their second unit, I think Davies can come off the bench and shoot better, um, getting ball, better ball movement. We were terrible from the three-point line last game, five for 21. Got to defend the three-point better, but we got to get some more ball movement. I think we're trying to get more ball movement, but I think I think Davies will shoot better this game. I, I don't think he can get much worse. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Um, next, I want to move on to our recap. I mean, our preview of the Raptors versus the Wizards tomorrow. And what do you what are you kind of looking for to see that you didn't see from the Wizards against the Knicks? What are you kind to what are you looking for to seeing in this game? I want to see I want to see them defend the pick and roll better. I want to see them defend the pick and roll better because I saw them penetrate easily to the basket. I saw them get open shots in the corner. Um, I think they want they got to talk more. They got to be more vocal. Wesson Jr. has talked about the team talking more, um, talking about Traz being vocal, Denny being vocal, just everybody talking more, being held accountable. He's talked about that a lot. And we have gotten better defenders. KCP is one of our better defenders now. Kuzma is capable of being a, a good defender. Um, of course, Gafford, I want to say that energy again. But we got we to gotta defend the three-point line. They, they got some shooters on the Raptors, too. Um, so they got some guys that can light it up. Fred Van Vliet has lit us up for years and years and years. Last year, when we should have fouled and we were up by three, uh, I think yeah, we went to overtime that game, too. We, we shouldn't have gone to overtime. We should have just fouled. And he had a three. Gary Trent Jr., like I said, he can light it up. Um, Goran Dragic can light it up. They, they have multiple guys that can shoot the three and do the same thing that the, that the Knicks – did to us last game, so we got to defend that three-point line. How about you? I would say similar to what you said. I mean, you harped on the three-point defense, pick-and-roll defense, etc. So I'll switch it up, and I will go offensively. I'll say better shooting. The Wizards shot about 16% from three in their last game. It was poor. And a team that we expect to be a better three-point shooting team I would like to see a better three-point percentage. I don't know. I don't think it could get any worse than what we did see against the Knicks. So hopefully we we get a better three-point shooting night from the Wizards and a shooting day from the field in general for the Wizards. 
And as far as defensively, they they just have to not allow the open looks that they constantly give up to teams. They have to make it tough on guys. And we know their defensive scheme with the pick and roll, it, it, they're liable to leave the corner guy open. But they have to find a way to make life harder on these teams because you, if you want to make it to the sixth seed or avoid the play-in, et cetera, you have to be able to play respectable three-point defense. We know the Wizards can score the ball. We know the Wizards can score 120 points, 130 points. But if they're giving up 140 points and losing, it's all for naught. They have to do a better job at pick-and-roll defense, like you said. They have to do a better job at three-point defense, like you said, as well. And the Wizards just, they got to improve on that. And before I get into our next segment, I want to thank our sponsors, betonline.ag. We're back better than ever. All eyes on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. And I know the Eagles, Buccaneers, my team Eagles, they play on <laughs> Thursday. Line is looking like plus seven for the Eagles, minus seven for the Buccaneers. I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards that Eagles plus seven personally. But, I mean, we'll see. You know, I'll be on bet online to place my bet. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. But to get into our next segment, I wanted to talk about about three things from each of us that we would like to see going into the Raptors-Wizards preseason game. I do want to see more Spencer. I'm very intrigued. I like what I saw in the first two games. Uh, he's shooting the three ball well right now so far. He did um, his first shot. He made the three against the Knicks, made a nice three against the Rockets as well. He's looking uh, explosive going downhill. He's finishing with through contact, um, especially coming back from an ACL injury. He looks like he hasn't missed a step at all. I love the pace that he brings to the game. Um, we know Russell Westbrook is struggling with the Lakers right now. No, no shade on Russell Westbrook and no knock on him. But um, Spencer, he's not really – he's not turning turning the ball over much. He looks like he's under control. Um, it's just a different um, pace right now with, with, with Spencer Dinwiddie. We still need to push the ball. I still want us to play fast and push the pace. It will never be that speed that Russell Westbrook had. But Spencer definitely is capable of pushing the ball, pushing the pace for sure. So I do want to see him and getting that chemistry with Bradley Bill. 
Um, we do need them to be that dynamic backcourt. And I love the chemistry with Daniel Gafford. Keep building on that. Keep throwing Gafford lobs. Keep throwing alley-oops. Keep doing that. I want to see Spencer defensively as well. I would say I would like to see more Corey Kispert. I know last game against the Knicks, the Wizards put him in in that third quarter, late third quarter. It's the preseason. I know you want to get your rotations down and get chemistry to get me down as well. But when he started, he looked good. And I know he didn't look the best in the game against the Knicks, but it's hard, especially as a pro athlete, to just be thrown in a game in the third quarter and your rhythm's really not there. I, I want to see him get some consistent minutes. It's the last preseason game. Who knows how much he'll play during the regular season. It was not the last um, preseason game. I'm sorry. But it's the second to last preseason game. Who knows during the regular season if he'll get consistent minutes or not. I feel like now is the time to get him that NBA game time. To get him NBA ready to go against guys like OG Ananobi and Fred Van Vliet, etc. And Gary Trent Jr. I, I think Corey Kisper, more Corey. Defensively, we spoke on that. I just had a little tangent on that. <laughs> I, I want to see, I want to say, just keep the three-point percentages below. Keep it, can we keep it below 45%? If we can keep <laughs> it below 45%, which is still really bad. Yeah, that's yeah, still that's bad. really bad. But <laughs> I'll get, like, give them, like, 40, keep it below 45, man. Specifically, I would love it if they only shot, like, 40%. You give me 40%. I'm a very happy man. And yeah. Daniel Gafford, you do good like you did last game. Keep the fouls down. Those are the three things I would say. Yeah, keep the fouls down. Um, it's funny, before before we got on, you brought up Yasak Bonga. So it's going to be Corey, a lot of Corey Kisper versus Yasak Bonga. Mm -hmm. You brought up Sam Decker, a couple of former Wizards. So that's going to be hilarious. Uh, I didn't even know that Sam Decker was still in the league, and I'm not a casual you know, I, I love Sam Decker when he was here, even though he had some bloopers. I remember the blooper. That was with the Rockets where he was, like, dribbling the ball and the ball, like, fell off his face. Or he fell on, on the basketball while he had a fast break, shacking a fool. But um, shout, out, shout out to Isak. You know, he was a great defender. Offensively, it was hard to watch Isak. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes when he shot the three, it would go off the backboard, and it was nowhere near close to going in. But he was a he was a good defensive contributor. Um, but another thing I want to see, Kispert is a good one. That's a really good one, Yay! When you do come in cold, when there's five minutes left in the third quarter, that's hard for a veteran to come in and play well. It's hard for anybody to come in and play, especially a rookie to come in and play like that. And I thought he did play better starting. So they might want to switch the lineups and see how he is as a starter. Now, defensively, he's going to have some growing pains as normal for every rookie to struggle defensively. But I do want to see, um, of course, I want to see Kyle Kuzma. I'm going to just say Kuzma. Oh, yes. Yes, Kuz, Kuz. I want to say Kyle Kuzma. Uh, the first two games, he looked um, out of control. Like, we brought up the first, the fast breaks last time. Like, if you don't have it, give the ball up to Neto. Neto's a great passer in the fast break. Bradley Bill's a good passer in the fast break, too. KCP will give the ball up in the fast break, too. I, I do want to see KCP as well. I want to see all the new guys, like Spencer and all those new guys. But um, Kuzma, I, I, I was hyping up Kuzma this all offseason. I was talking about this guy's going to be – really good he's gonna be a great he's gonna bounce back he's gonna play like he did his rookie and sophomore year before lebron got to the lakers just the whole spill with kuzma he's more locked in he's more focused you know he's not in that spotlight so i think he's super talented i think he has the athletic tools 
But the first game, he just looked like he was thinking a little bit too much, dribbling the ball too much. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little out of control. Just settle in, settle down. I think he's going to start again because, you know, Rui's not back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's – I think just try him out. Let him get his feet wet. Get him – get comfortable in D.C. Still see there's some chemistry things going on. And uh, I want to see if he can bounce back. Can he knock down a jumper? Can he do a pump fake, get to the basket and finish strong? Or can he – when he's getting uh, crowded, can he dump it off to, to Gaffer for an assist, for uh, for a dump off? You know, and of course, um, I want to see Montrose Hero. You know, I want to see him bring that energy again because he was that block he had and he yelled to the crowd. I love that. That's We, we got to see more of that. We got to see more of that. Yeah, definitely. And before we wrap up, guys, I want to get some bold predictions from yes, me. Sir, yes, sir. And- Ed, what is your bold prediction? Uh, my bold prediction. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Daniel Gafford. He got three blocks in 37 seconds. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say uh Gaff gets the matchups too. I want to talk about some matchups too. I want to get I want to get some matchups that you're looking up looking yeah. forward to too. Because they got they got some guys that match up pretty well. Um, and I almost forgot Aaron Holiday. I want to see Aaron Holiday and Hollow Neto too because they they're two scrappy guards that go back and forth. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Gafford gets five blocks. I'm gonna go on a limb here. It's not really mm-hmm. going on. That's that's a lot of blocks. It is a lot of blocks. That is a lot of blocks. Yeah. I am going to go. Cal Kuzma has <laughs> a 15 point game. Okay. Shooting. Over 50% from the field. 15 like point game, over 50% from the field. In comparison to his first two games, I feel like that could be a bold prediction. So that's definitely um, <laughs> my bold prediction right there. I know you said you wanted to get into some matchups. Who are some guys you're looking at? Um, I'm going to go with, um, and that's a good prediction too. And it, yeah, we no knock against Kuz, but after watching the first couple games, yeah, I want to say let me let see if I can find the numbers of his shooting percentages. But yeah, he went three for ten against the Rockets, and then the next game he went what is that like one for eight? So if you do the math, he's two for eight. He's two for eight, zero for four from the three point line. So the percentages are pretty bad right now for for Kuzma. So like you said, fifty percent that is um, being very optimistic for right now. But he's, he's certainly capable of doing that, like like we both said. He just has to be under control and playing with confidence right now. So, um, but my matchups is Precious, Precious, Achura. I'm probably butchering his last name, but I always like watching him when he played at Memphis. But him mm-hmm. versus Gafford, he had 17 points last game. And actually, I'm, they're playing the Rockets right now. He has seven. He has 17 points, and then the game against the Celtics. Uh, Precious had 13 points and 13 boards. And he, he's shooting a lot of threes right now. He shot four threes last game. Look at that. That's a lot of threes for him. But he's mm-hmm. he, he's a capable shooter. I want to see him against Gafford. That's two energy bigs that are, play at 110%. And, and Precious plays against Montrose Harrell, too. Just the big men matchup. That's going to be a lot of energy guys going back and forth at it. So that's going to be a fun matchup. It's going to be a lot of fun with that one. A lot of athleticism, a lot of rim running, a lot of dunks, blocks. It's going to be fun to watch that one. I would say the main matchup I'm looking for, we just talked about him, 
I would say Kyle Kuzma going against Ananobi. I mm. like Ananobi. Uh, I've liked him for a little while. And I'm looking for a bounce back performance from Kyle Kuzma. I'm looking for his best performance in a Wizards uniform. That's a matchup I'm looking heavily into. That's my main one. I know you got Brad and Spence versus Van Vliet and Gary Trent Jr. Mm. But my eyes are going to be locked on Kuz. I, I want to see a good game from him, a decent game. I want to see him shooting the ball well. I don't want to see him making too many mistakes. I don't want to see him passing up opportunities like what Unsell Jr. said. So my matchup, Kyle Kuzma versus Ananobi. That's what I would say. And if if Kisper goes up against Scotty Barnes, that's their first round pick, who mm-hmm. a lot of people thought he was a reach, but he had a good summer league. He's super athletic too. They got some athletic wings. Pascal's out. Um, you know, D, you you found out that Pascal probably won't be available for the opener. You know, we play the Raptors again on uh the twentieth, which is nine mm-hmm. days away. So this will be a this is somewhat of a dress rehearsal getting ready for that first game of the year. And like I said, last episode, this is somewhat of a rivalry. It's just preseason, but for like the Raptors fans, they don't like the Wizards um, because we swept them and we've beaten them multiple times in the playoffs. They just don't like the Washington Wizards. But yeah, I would see, I would say Corey Kispert versus Sam Decker as well. There's something to look at. Um, Isak Bonga versus those guys as well. Um, <laughs> Bertans maybe versus, versus Bonga. But also, um, one thing that I, I really wish could happen, Cassius Winston is still out with a hamstring injury. Mm-hmm. I know he, he was our second round pick last year. So and he missed the summer league last this yep. past season too. So mm-hmm. you know, you do want to get something out of your second round picks. We know with the with Ernie Grenfell regime, he used to get guys and just stash them like Isuf Sanat, mm-hmm. Sanon, who was supposed to play in the summer league as well. Um, Aaron White. You know, mm-hmm. you can name a whole bunch of guys that we got in the second round that just never got to touch the floor as a Washington Wizards. So um, it's interesting. You know, the Cassius Winston is still out. I hope he gets a speedy recovery. But I'm I'm pretty excited for preseason. It says seven o'clock tomorrow night. This one will be on NBC Sports Washington. It will be on NBA TV. So a lot of places that we can watch the game. So I I can't. I'm once again I'm, I'm excited for preseason. I really am. I'm just I'm just I can't wait for the season to start. I really can't wait. Yeah, and I agree with you. Um, everything you said, especially about Cassius, it sucks that he can't play and he missed summer league. I mean, the injuries suck and everything. I hope he has an opportunity soon, you know, to showcase what he can do on the floor. But guys, I'm gonna wrap it up right there. I wanna once again shout out Locked On Wizards. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast. And I'm going to thank you again for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Next episode, we will be doing a recap of the Raptors-Wizards preseason game. And also, I want you to make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Basketball with Josh Lloyd. He hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet, and it's free and available on all platforms. All right, guys, take it easy. Yeah, to the Wizards. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.